I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. And I'm April, sex toy maven, VP of Hot Octopus, and I've dedicated my life to the business of sex. We're two people with a passion for educating and inspiring shame-free conversations about sex and relationships. Welcome Welcome to to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Shameless Sex Podcast. Live from, well, not live because you're listening to Pura Vida. Costa Rica. Pura Vida. We are here uh, for our first Shameless Sex Retreat. It's going swimmingly. Swimmingly. <laughs> the, the weather hasn't been amazing, but it's been great. It's warm. We and everyone is fucking awesome. A toucan? Yeah. A toucan? Follow your nose. A monkey, a monkey that's trying to break into monkey the monkey and a baby house. on its tummy. Yeah, it's very it's cute, super cute. Uh, we're really enjoying it. And uh, to anyone listening, uh, we will host another retreat in Tulum at the end of April. We don't have the dates. Well, we have the date. Sorry, we don't have the details, but you'll find out more. But I think believe it starts on April twenty fourth. Mm. But I, and also anyone listening who's at the retreat. You're awesome. Because yeah, we you have, are awesome. We're so stoked. We have such a wonderful group, group of, women. of women. Yeah, it's so, so lovely. So we love you and we're having a great time. Okay, some announcements before we go into a sex question. First of all, everyone, first off, guess what we're doing? We're going to be topless in San Francisco. Yep, we're doing a topless. <laughs> we're just walking around the streets reading. topless. Yeah, no, we're, we're not. Just go to San Francisco, you'll see us. We're topless. We're on a billboard. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. But we are going to be at Monarch doing a topless book reading a topless and tapas book and reading event. monarch is it's a combination because i've only seen pictures photos, yeah. but you've had friends that have gone there it's a beautiful venue the yes. photos look amazing and they have food and there's a speakeasy yeah and you get access to all of that yes so it's wednesday november 15th 6 to 8 p.m which is also hump day yeah, yeah. the uh, day after our book is Fully yeah. available and it's going to ship. So anyone that pre-ordered, yep. that means it's going to ship out on the 14th and mm-hmm. you'll get your copy. And, and you know what? If you didn't get your copy in time, you could come to the event and buy a copy because we'll have some there. Yeah, come to the event. So it's at Monarch in San Francisco, as we said, to go buy tickets. And we have limited tickets, everyone. But if you get if you buy a ticket, you get to come and see us topless, obviously. We've already you support sold us. Too. We've already we sold, sold some tickets. Yeah. yeah, again, limited spots. But we have a signature cocktail uh, that April's designing. There will be tapas. And yes, a topless book reading. So go to our website at shamelesssex.com. You can go buy tickets through the link on the website. And the link is in the episode's description. And you said that they get their cocktail. Oh, you get that ticket. Cocktail. And the tapas. You get that cock. And the tapasness. And with that. Shamelessex.com. Uh, yes, I said yes. Okay. Yes. But that's our website, what she said. Yes. Great. I love that. Uh, <laughs> Tourette's. <laughs> also, uh, if you have not purchased our book, please do because it offers lots of lovely things that are not in our podcast. We spent two years writing this wonderful book that will likely help support you and uh, your sex and relationships. And it's the book that we wish we had when we were 18, 28, 38, and we will probably want when we're 40, 50, 60, but we wrote it. So we already have 
it and you probably should have it too. Yeah. I should at you. I'm sorry about that, but I'm not. You should. And yeah. the, buy the hardcover. You can Please. buy it anywhere books are sold. If you um, don't have a preference, you can just go to our website and use the link, the giant book and the hardcover. You get a gift. Yeah. A big gift. You can find that out on our website too. Membershamelessflex.com. Ooh, I love your sultry voice. So It's called just, I'm Losing My I just voice. want to say one thing. April and I last night, so we're at, at the retreat with 15 people. April and I stayed up till 2.30 in the morning having naked dance parties with one other retreat and participant. And I'm a never nude. Yeah, April's but I got a naked. never I like, nude, but she's full nude. on naked. And we were dancing on tables and bars. And he's like, I've never danced on a table or a bar before because I'm so tall. I was like, get up here. Yeah, it was fun. I was like, that's what I like to so do. So we're a you little did great. tired. Did great. We are a little tired. <laughs> and you are kind of losing your voice. Yeah. Although that might be from the waterfall. It was the waterfall because yeah. I was screaming at people. They wanted me to take pictures and I was like, get in further. Yeah. It was really hard. And that's what it, they couldn't hear me. So I was. But here we are. Our jobs are to talk and we both lose our voices very easily. Yeah. Ah, that's interesting. All right. <sighs> Dex Ed with DB. That's Danielle Bezalel. She's in all. And look her up on TikTok. She's fucking hilarious. I have gotten and, in, in the TikTok trap on yeah. hers because it's a kind of addicting. Yeah. So she's not only hilarious, but you learn things. So like you're yes. laughing and learning at the same time. It's like my two favorite things. Yeah. Laughing, Those are learning. laughing, learning. I don't want to just learn, not laugh. It's no. boring. Uh, so <laughs> so um, if you have not listened to Sex Ed with DB, we're going to give you a little tea teaser right now are you ready should we do it are we ready Chip? the teaser the pleaser the shocker yes i'm ready teasler teasler here we go take a second and think back to the sex education you had in school did it prepare you to have a healthy and happy relationship with sex and identity if it was anything like mine it was stigmatizing judgmental and totally unhelpful but not to worry the experts are here to offer the sex ed we wish we had welcome to sex ed with db We're a feminist podcast and multimedia platform bringing you all the sex ed you never got through unique and entertaining storytelling, centering LGBTQ and BIPOC experts. We cover an array of sex education topics like abortion, period management, sex and disability, pleasure, reproductive justice, healthy relationships, BDSM, birth control, sex in the media, and so much more. We believe that everyone deserves comprehensive, inclusive, pleasure-centered, medically accurate sex education. Follow along with us as we revolutionize the way we talk about sex and tune into Sex Ed with DB wherever you get your podcasts. All right. That was fun. Mm-hmm. We love. So, so Danielle, I've got it. I should have looked up the Did podcast. Did you hear my? Mm-hmm. She's been on our show. We've been on her show now. Be, this is a perfect ASMR voice. Oh, yeah. Go you should talk a lot more so you lose your voice even more. Amy last night was like, April. She was giving me the, the, the sh- the sh- she's you, like, you're going to lose your voice. We have a podcast to do. My I thing is, like, you, oh, you, you, you too much blah, blah, blah. Less blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, she's like, less blah, blah, blah. More relax. Yeah, I was like, you're right. Except, but then, then people kept asking me questions. I'm like, oh. But then I kept you up really late because I was, yeah. I was on it. You were putting me on. on she kept putting me on her shoulders, and my tampoon string was massaging your neck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, she, she is. We're both naked. And just, I, I'm dying. On my shoulders in the pool. You're like the best she has part. A, a tampon string like dangling, and it's she's like, my finest. I'm but masturbating I'm, on your neck. No, you, I'm like, stop masturbating me. <laughs> I was not masturbating. You were moving like she was gyrating. Anyway, oh, did it feel good? Though? This is what happened on Shameless Sex. Did retreats. it feel good? I, that's why I was like, you can't masturbate. So you me. liked it? Yes, that's what I was saying. I got to get off. Let's do it again tonight. No, or you need to get you're, sleep. You're like my sister. That's why I was like, we got to get off. All right. Anyways, go listen okay. to Danielle's <laughs> episode and on our show, on us on her show, and just her show because she's awesome. Oh. Uh, can I uh, 
I, I would like to hear the bio. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Please. I was trying to stop talking. Oh, yeah. Uh, Do you too much blah, blah, blah. So Destin Garrick is a globally recognized author, speaker, and coach in masculinity, sexual self-mastery, and personal empowerment. Destin is the founder and CEO of The Evolved Masculine, a pioneering coaching and training company for men, and author of the best-selling book, the Evolved Masculine, Be the Man the World Needs and the One She Craves. He routinely writes and lectures on men's and women's sexuality, relationships, porn addiction, premature ejaculation, multiple orgasms for men and women, circumcision, embodied trauma, and more. If you want to hear more from Dustin Garrick, listen and go to evolvedmasculine.com. All right, everyone, it is interview time, and we are here with a fabulous repeat guest, Destin Garrick. Uh, Destin's been on show, I believe, two times, maybe three, but I think two is probably the third. Two and a half, because one time we had to re-record. Yeah, 2.5. Okay. 2.5. Yeah, so this is, yeah, this is 3.5, and we love Destin, and also uh, so many of our listeners uh, absolutely loved Destin, and we'll love more of Destin, because he's back, and we're here to talk about multiple orgasms for penis owners or men, male identified folks, uh, which we've covered a little bit in the past, uh, but the whole episode wasn't really all about that. So we're like, let's dive deeper into the multi-orgasmic experience of penis owners. So you all heard a little bit about Destin in the intro, uh, but Destin, can you please tell our listeners how you got to where you are today in the field of sexuality? Yeah, sure. Uh, first of all, always a pleasure to be in connection with the both of you, being on your show. You two are fabulous at what you do, and this is always enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I've been in this field of sexuality, education, coaching, growth for more than 25 years. And it, I mean, a, a pivotal part of it was my high school girlfriend's rape when we were well, when we were together and I was the first person that she told, I was 16 and not really equipped to emotionally handle it. Uh, we ended up being together for the next three years and the effects of it were always present emotionally, physically through ongoing pain that she was experiencing. And I just remember one night being in a state of exasperation and making a declaration to God, universe, myself, most of all, that I was going to do what I could with my life to create a world where things like that didn't happen. Now at 18-ish years old, little did I know (laughs) how that was going to shape the entirety of my life, Um, but it did. In many ways, uh, one, it opened a Pandora's box where somehow I ended up becoming the man that women in my college years would just go to and share their stories of the trauma, assault, molestation, etc. And so I was just repeatedly hearing these stories one after the other after the other. And it brought me to a place where I increasingly lost any trust for other men uh relating to masculinity itself is dangerous and this is this is pre conversation about toxic masculinity <laughs> but i took those messages in very deeply and what kind of effect does that have on a on a boy on the cusp of manhood well i really disengaged uh disconnected from these parts of myself parts of my uh large parts of my masculinity and my sexuality feeling like they can't be trusted either and retreated more into the more feminine aspects of myself which somehow just seemed safer well this created its own set of problems 
And quite frankly, now looking back, I just feel like I was ahead of the curve, as there are a lot of young men, uh, or men younger than me at 45, who have grown up in a time where they've gotten a lot of messaging from, you know, sometimes from a young age, that masculinity is toxic, and end up cutting, you know, not all, certainly, but a sizable set of men end up having some form of a disconnect uh, varying degrees from these parts of themselves, as well as their sexuality, fearing it in the same way, not wanting to be a creep, or worse yet, cause real harm or criminal. Uh, so instead, let me just shut off those parts, be a good boy, so to speak, a nice guy, and like it did for me, creates its own sets of problems. So I feel like, you know, my head start, so to speak, I ended up needing to find better answers. And I did, you know, answers that ended up proving to be extremely powerful in my own life and have since proved to be very impactful for many other men as well. Hell yeah. So many of the things that you were speaking to and just like resonated, not only because I think with the the change of the times when uh, the Me Too movement happened, a lot of the masculinity got deflated in a way where even the good folks that weren't doing any Me Tooing kind of were like, how do I navigate this difficult world and still be my like badass man self? I haven't violated anyone. Um, I haven't done anything out of consent. And I, I, I've heard some of my solid brothers out there, you know, that friends that I love that I that I trust in what they're saying. And they're like, it's just so hard to date or it's so hard to be a, a dude right now. I'm just afraid. And so what you're mm -hmm. speaking to, that's what it resonated with me because I think that there is a way. And I think that you have this map in, in a way to help folks out there that are dudes. And I, I'm sorry, I say dudes rather than men, but I just want to uh, give you gratitude for raising that uh, awareness right now on this podcast. And hopefully anyone out there listening will continue to listen and, and learn more because I think Destin has such great offerings. And this one is about particularly about multiple orgasms and uh, hey uh, one of my so, a specialty for sure <laughs> you can be a, a dude out there and have multiple orgasms i'm sure people are like wait what i thought there was a, a refractory period i thought there were all these things i didn't know about so let's talk about multiple orgasms for penis owners specifically okay first off is it really possible please tell me that it is and then secondly <laughs> How can they have them? What exactly are we talking about here? Let's do how are we talking about it here and if it's really possible. Yeah, well, I, I want a quick, quick little connection point between the early story and here. I think that because I would, I experienced such shutdown in certain ways around my sexuality and masculinity initially, but then when I was trying to find answers, like I was diving into anything and everything I could possibly find to understand these parts of myself and what's possible. And there's got to be something more and something more possible than these stories that we were given. And yes, part of that led me to becoming multi-orgasmic. Thank you. <laughs> at a time where i mean even still right now the idea of men experiencing multiple orgasms is still not really accepted as a real possibility but 15 years ago even less so so i believe that it's much like female ejaculation you know it wasn't that long ago this is just something about how old i am though <laughs> 30 years ago, you know, not that long ago, uh, 
<laughs> the idea, uh, like female ejaculation, what? Women don't ejaculate, men ejaculate. But now we, well, not all women ejaculate by any means. There's an acceptance and an understanding in our larger culture, thank you, porn, amongst other things, that it is a thing. And now that it's penetrated, so to speak, public consciousness, more and more women find their way there. They find their way there. Not, they, not every one of them has to take a workshop and read a book and blah, those, those things are great. But, you know, they just find their way there and also have a permission. And just It's like the four-minute mile. It was impossible until somebody did it. And then more and more people started doing it. I, so I look at male multiple orgasms the same way. And, and something I try to help make so by like, let's get it into the public consciousness. Let's get it accepted. As, yes, this is a thing. And more and more men will find their way there. Yeah. So my understanding is that penis owning folks at a young, 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 young age before they can ejaculate and things um, can't have orgasms. Right. Like, you know, and, and can't can can can, oh, can. Just, just like you used to have sex with your bear stuffed animal at age oh. five and you would have orgasms, but you weren't squirting and things all over the place because the body, the hormonal part of the body has not in puberty yet yeah it's not it's not a part of the uh the agenda it's not on the table and then all of a sudden as you grow older and hormones come into place and all of a sudden ejaculation becomes a part of it and then they kind of just get like stuck together and that's what society thinks is like how orgasm is for penis owners is what do you what do you think about there what's your understanding of that dustin yeah i mean i i did not experience childhood orgasm so to speak to my best of my memory uh but that is my understanding as well. As far as the the connection, if we get the story that ejaculation and orgasm are one and the same, then that that is going to be our accepted fact and more likely than not the experience that we're having. But the truth is they are they can often happen together or very, very closely together. But most men have had the experience of ejaculating, you know, the fluid coming out. But it to call it an orgasm, that's uh, a little bit of a stretch, you know, having the experience where I was like, oh, well, it wasn't particularly pleasurable. I mean, I came, but, eh. you know, so you, if you've had that experience audience, then you have an experience of them being separate. Now let's just do it the other way around. We're experiencing the orgasm. So if the ejaculation is the fluid, the orgasm is the flood of pleasure or the peak energy states moving through your body. So now it's just about having that instead of the ejaculate. The ejaculation is what causes the refractory period. The ejaculation is what causes most men to lose their erection, a deep drop in energy, might not be able to get an erection again for a period of time. And as they get older, that period is often longer. Non-ejaculatory orgasms, which is part of the multiple orgasm experience, does the opposite. Instead of an explosion of energy out of you, it feels more like an implosion of energy up through you. And when you experience this energy imploding up through you, instead of let me roll over and take a nap or I need a sandwich, instead it's like mm, feeling uplifted, alive, or to put it in other forms, if one acts more like a depressant, uh, the ejaculation, the uh, non-ejaculatory orgasm experience is more like a stimulant. It's more... Mm. Mm. And with that, not only do you not lose your erection, you're often left harder than you were before. And does, and that hunger can sometimes even only increase, which quite honestly is one of my favorite things about it. 
Yeah, so it's so it's like turbocharging your system. So and and just to get clear, so with the because when I asked the first question, I was talking about refractory periods. So multi, having multiple orgasms, from what I'm hearing, it's it doesn't necessarily equate to ejaculation. It equates to this experience that is pleasurable and intense mm-hmm. and incredible and feels like an orgasm, but it doesn't necessitate having any fluid be expelled from your from your bits. Yeah, there are, there are some men who who basically have zero refractory period and will just go from ejaculation into another ejaculation to another ejaculation. To be honest, in my like teen years and maybe even early, early 20s, I think that I fell more into that at 45 now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> A lot of energy but, for that, right? Yeah. But it, instead, it's the retraining of the nervous system so that you're experiencing this peak flood of pleasure through the body, but without the reflex, the physiological reflex of emission of semen, you know, the release of fluid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of work for the body. I think a lot of people don't really really feel into that or assume that or but really if you actually looked at the picture of having an orgasm and your body is doing this whole thing where there's multiple glands including the testicles but multiple glands are expelling fluid um, and you're having this orgasmic experience and so you decide that like that whole thing together must be okay i take a nap but i don't really look at it as being this exhausting experience for my body that it's going through but then we hear about things like tantra and all these eastern practices of sacred sexuality or just sexuality in general that's a common practice there. Uh, and and part of it is kind of um, not preserving your system, but to, like continuing to fulfill or fill your cup or like charge your system. I, yeah. I hope you know what I mean, but it's more of like... Yeah, no, 100%. Up. It's actually a great segue to something I, I would like to speak to because too many people who are sort of colleagues of mine um, who teach about semen retention or like retaining your fluid, like not ejaculating have an approach that quite frankly, I really disagree with who end up coming across to me as anti-ejaculation. And quite honestly, I think this is harmful. I think it just takes our deeply ingrained sexual shame that permeates the culture and just gives us a new outlet for it. Now you should feel ashamed for when you ejaculate. If you ejaculate, you're doing something wrong. You're not really a conscious man or a conscious lover. You're uh, losing your life force energy. Feel bad about it. Don't do that. I, I I honestly think that the biggest energetic drain is shame. Given that you call your podcast Shameless Sex, I'm sure you have your own thoughts about that. Time for a quick break so we can tell you about our carefully chosen sponsors. Please stay tuned and buy their products because we only tell you about what we love and what we truly believe in. And it helps keep this podcast free to you. Are you ready for the Unleashed Tour, where shamelessness, sexiness, and laughter collide in a hilarious orgy of fun, discovery, and sex edutainment? Embark on a captivating nationwide journey with the Shameless Sex Podcast and an electrifying ensemble of sex educators and sex-positive entertainers as they bring you an unforgettably titillating live experience. Be a part of mesmerizing, entertaining, boundary-pushing acts, shameless sex style. Ever heard of the slurpy stick shift? Want to learn how to bury your face in her? How about some dirty talk improv or brat taming 101? Hmm. Get ready for nonstop laughter as our charismatic hosts and entertainers weave humor into the fabric of this liberating celebration of sexual diversity and freedom. 
Engage in interactive segments, Q&A sessions, and a chance to connect with like-minded individuals in an inclusive and empowering environment. Listen up, Portland, Chicago, Seattle, we're coming to you. For more information and to get your tickets right now, go to shamelesssex.com and be part of a night that will be fun, educational, sexy, hilarious, and shamelessly unforgettable. Seats are filling up fast, so don't miss out on the most unforgettable show of the year. What's up, shameless sex fam? Is your sex life important to you? Hmm. What about your relationships? And also, let me ask you this. Who can relate to this story? Things were once so good in the bedroom with my partner, and now it's a mess, and I don't know what to do. Where's or, my happily ever after, yeah, where's Amy? My ha- yeah, yeah, what about me? Or how about so many aspects of my life are fantastic, but when it comes to sex and relationships, I feel so lost. Yep, been there. Uh, mm. Me too. Mm-hmm. And this is why you all need Shameless Sex, the, the book. book. We give you simple, simple solutions and a framework that you can use. You can customize it to you. Yes, you gives you the tools, the right tools for your sex and relationship. So you get what you desire and it's fun. It's playful. Right, Amy? We're always playful. It's kind of sexy. And did I mention how easy we make it for you? You have to check out Shameless Sex. Plus the testimonials, they're coming in from everywhere. And this book has helped people just like you recreate and create the sex life of their dreams. So you can do it too. Go to, where are they going, Amy? Shamelesssex.com. Oh, how easy is that? Just go to shamelesssex.com and click on the book, okay? And you can get it however you choose. You, you want, want hardcover, yeah. audio. Hardcover? We got you hardly yeah. covered. <laughs> I So I had a client who... What, who he was like 30 or something and he um read some i won't say the name of the book necessarily what i, well, I can oh, say why not i think it was a multi-orgasmic man okay um i think it was probably. and yeah probably <laughs> and um but I, but I said like i'm not 100 percent sure but i think so anyways upon reading that he learned a lot and was really grateful and also got it got stuck in his head that he had to learn how to have orgasms without ejaculating. When he ejaculated, he did have the shame process. Mm -hmm. He would get stuck in his head. I'm not doing this right. I'm not being like the best man or best lover. And all of a sudden working with him, I was, I'm working to undo the thing that was supposed to be, I didn't even recommend it. He, He came to me after reading that book and he was like, I need, I need help because now I'm stuck in this. And, and it was, it was actually experiencing ejaculatory control issues, like early ejaculation beyond what he wanted as a result of that. And then when he would come, he would shame himself. So it was like this whole thing of like, so it was so heady. So I totally get what you're saying that when we say, you know, this is the highest way to be an orgasmic man could create a lot more shame than like, here's all the ways and you choose how to do you. Exactly. I don't live in your body. Ultimately, again, now I'm speaking to the audience again, that ultimately you have to decide what's best for you. That said, I will say that most men's relationship to ejaculation has a compulsivity component to it. Mm -hmm. If I get aroused, I got to come. If I have sex, I certainly need to come. And, and, you know, I do like to interrupt any senses of compulsivity because to me, I, I place a high value on freedom and compulsivity is not freedom. 
feeling you have to, you need to, that's not, that's not freedom. And one I have, and choice is freedom. Whether choosing to ejaculate or not ejaculate, choosing to experience multiple orgasms or not. But as you gain the skill, if you choose to walk down this path, because it does take work, especially initially, it takes work. Once you get it, then it's like pays dividends for the rest of your life. <laughs> but, but often it takes a type of focused attention that not every man is up for. And that's fine. But if you if you choose to go down this route, and even if you you gain this, still like watch your relationship to it. Keep it positive. If if it if it feels like it's messing with your head, forget about it. Just go on a coming spree. You know, Woo, coming spree. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. A coming spree. And let's talk about these dividends a little bit that you just spoke to. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the health benefits and. I want to yeah. say, I want to ask this question because I, I don't know. It's just, I, I love having um, this accent sometimes. So is it like Arnold <laughs> where you're pumping iron? It feels like calming. Yeah. What do I keep calming and like calming, calming and calming? <laughs> and I'm going to have all these health benefits from pumping this iron of calming. So yes, can you speak to the, are, are there health benefits? It's like why do I speak? <laughs> yeah, I mean the main the main thing to me is like an increased mental clarity and. Did you get Arnold from my accent, by the way, or no? Did you get any Arnold? Uh, yeah, no, I totally knew what you were doing. I'm not <laughs> okay, going to try it. <laughs> <laughs> we're not expecting you to. Yeah. Okay. So I sorry. Uh, cl clarity of mind and increased energy. Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and like I said, but like. Uh, yeah, you know, there's my personal experience, and then there's the men I've worked with. I've I've taught easily a thousand men, if not pushing two thousand men, how to gain greater control or or total ejaculatory choices. I prefer uh, full body orgasms, non ejaculatory orgasms, or male multiple orgasms over the course for past fourteen years. So you know, I, I I have a lot of data points, but still, like the one that I can end up speaking the most intimately to our, my own experiences, regardless. One of the things I really like about it, though, is it just a sense of sovereignty, like breaking any sense of feeling like I'm a slave to it, with a sense of like the my sexual energy is the one that's in control. You know, we have these memes in our society around like, you know, men have two heads and only enough blood to flow into one of them at a time. <laughs> yeah, th things along those lines. And don't get me wrong, like, I know that experience. I have had that experience also. Like, wait, what? What did I just do? Why did I just do that? Oh, and this was not, my brain was not the one that was making that decision. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, uh, to me, this whole path of what I call sexual self mastery is about more than just the multiple orgasms. It's, it's about gaining like no sovereignty, choice, control over your sexual energy. Being able to say no to pussy being wagged in front of your face is a, a powerful thing for many men who have largely been taught that a largely the desire for sex is greater than the available sex so li living from a place of a scarcity mindset so much of the time so if there's the opportunity you're supposed to pounce mm -hmm. in fact if you don't you're kind of failing your man cred you know so no, like what really serves, what serves you, what serves this other person, what serves this moment, really being able to be at choice is a part of the mastery of your sexual energy. So yeah. to me, that's another benefit. 
that's a major benefit. I felt that with certain aspects of my own sexuality, but it was a little bit more of like coming outward as opposed to like, could not, I, I'm not thinking of a contain. I'm not thinking of it as containing. It seems more of like, you're kind of like honing it in or harnessing and as a way of building up and outward as opposed to this being this thing that's like, yeah. and for me, I think I had to do more of learning how to like bring myself outward and in, in experiences that felt really safe or inviting. And it was really powerful. I felt like it was a health benefit. I felt those things like, you know, more clarity, more aliveness, more, yeah, more juiciness, just, uh, just yeah, more creativity, all these aspects. And yeah, so I totally get that from more of like a Volvo owning perspective. But I have a question for you. And I know we can't tell all of the, the tips and tricks and how to have multiple orgasms here because that would take oh, many yeah. hours and you have entire courses, if not, um, you know, like multi-week or month offerings for people um, on not just this, but many things that we'll talk about later too, but including multiple orgasms. But so what if a penis owning owning human, they're a newbie, they want to uh, learn how to start to have multi-orgasmic experiences. Is it hard to do? And where would you suggest they start? It's hard to do. Yeah, um, it depends on your definition of hard. Uh, <laughs> it does make you hard, but... <laughs> Um, the way that I teach it does take focus, energy, and commitment. Like I said, though, uh, it's two sides. One, the dividends last for your whole life. And two, you know, the, the work to get there is quite enjoyable. You know, you're, you're learning about your sexuality. You're having new pleasurable experiences in your body. Really not so bad along the way. The primary tools that I teach around are breath, sound, movement, and visualization. Now it can sound, I do my best to take things that can be a little woo uh, and also ground them out. I like to think of myself as bilingual. You know, I speak both metaphysical and physiological. <laughs> um, but uh, it's learning to connect to your sexual energy as an energy. Or if we want to think of it more on a physiological level, it's a reprogramming of your nervous system and your sexual nervous system specifically. So that instead of how many men end up experiencing their sexual turn on and their sexual energy primarily in their dick, their balls, their, their pelvis. And it's a reprogramming of your nervous system so that the entire body head to toe is your sexual nervous system. This entire body ends up being part of what lights up with your turn on. And now different men experience that already to different degrees, some virtually none, and some, you know, might be most of the way there. But by retraining in that way, also it tends to help men be better lovers for women and more femme-oriented beings, because most feminine people want more of their bodies given attention to and not just tits pussy ass uh yeah uh, <laughs> exactly thank you <laughs> i'll concur and so as we connect to the the pleasure that's available to us by connecting to more of that within ourselves it just becomes more natural to then give that kind of attention to her as well mm -hmm. hell to the year <laughs> agreed nailed it you nailed it uh yeah for sure well the mind and body is so connected. And as we've talked about so many times, the brain is your largest sex organ. And I think like when that gets muddled with and you get in your head about anything, it just shuts off any ability to really enjoy or tap into that deeper, your deeper ability, which everyone really has 
to be in your biggest turn on, to be in your in, in your biggest pleasure, to be in your multi-orgasmic yeah. self. And it sounds so simple, but there's so many blocks that if you do have past trauma or you're you're stuck on my dick it didn't get hard this one time and this one thing happened so if that thing happens again i might have the same experience or if i don't come then that will mean i'm not a man or there's like all these mm-hmm. things that you can get stuck in your head about and none of those things have to be your story which is what i'm hearing from you as well and I think that that's a beautiful thing because that means every person has the ability to rewrite their story right now. And working with someone like you is also going to kind of fast track you into getting there in a way that is going to be, I don't want to say easier, but uh, probably in a way that will be more beneficial where you can have the right tools in front of you like now, you or, mean rather than just reading a book like the multi orgasmic man on your own and getting right, and then having to meet with Amy later to be like, what a second, yeah, damn it. So, um, there wasn't a question tied into there. I was just speaking to just like what I'm, what I'm feeling, what I'm, what I'm getting from the conversation that you're sharing, and well, I, I appreciate wanna, that. So. I want to respond to that anyway. That yes. that first of all, you you nailed it. I mean those those situations, those stories that you mentioned come up quite a bit with men who end up coming into my world, who. This is something I really like for for women and feminine identified folks to really understand at a deeper level is you have a much greater impact on us than many women really understand and take to heart. A flippant comment from you can end up lasting with the man for years or even decades. I've worked with men who are in their 50s and beyond who are like, yeah, you know, I was like 20 years old and I had this experience and I I came to I came too fast and my uh, girlfriend shamed the hell out of me and said this, that, or even just like said this one thing. And I don't know, it's just been repeating in my head ever since. And my entire life for the past 30 years, I always come too soon. And it's, or even, and it's gotten so bad. Like I don't even talk to women because like what, what I succeed in bringing her home with me. And then what? Oh, yay. I get to disappoint this woman. So why bother? I mean, the stories that I've heard, this this is not everyone. I mean, there's there's definitely a full gamut, but some of these stories are heartbreaking, especially given the fact that within a month to to three months, like, boom, we saw them. And I'm like, how long did did this rule your life? (laughs) Yeah. And it could be this, or not coming fast enough. Don't wait here in your 50s, 60s, 70s. Right. And then that, so it can, and and it's both sides because I've been with dudes as well or no friends that will be open with me because of my work in in the the sex world. And they've been like, yo, I've had this experience, like this chick said, I didn't, I didn't come uh, or I came too fast and that was weird or I couldn't get my dick hard. And now I just like, I just want to step. So there's so, there are so many different scenarios. And this is why it's just important for everyone out there. Just, like, let's not shame each other, okay? Let's just like embrace yeah. each other and love each other and know that there, there's all, we can all do work, right? And the one thing that we can all do better yeah. is when we're in situations where someone's not performing and performing with the way you think quotes, they should, they, the way that you would like them to or that they, that you think they should, like, hey, yo, 
that's they're not a robot. They're not a machine. They're a human being. So well, people are personalizing it too. They make right. it about themselves so quickly. Right. It's like I've done that in the past. Too. I'm like, is something wrong with me? Like, and yeah. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Now, but now I'm yeah, I'm at or least like a little bit more educated too. Right. That's another one. Like you don't you don't orgasm. Oh, it must be me. I might might not be. It must be hot enough or right. good in bed or all these mm-hmm. things. Which is just like as much as we can step away from going so quickly to making it about us when when we're when our stories our partner has a problem but it must be about me like what it what a egotistical jump that we all mm-hmm. have made at times and have made probably often and i'm not insulting anyone who does it because i've done that too right um, but it's like and it's a de- it's a defense right it's like how can i make this in a way i don't know there's there's a there's a thing there i think dustin has something to say <laughs> Yeah, I mean, again, you touched on so many important things that uh, touch this work that I do. Uh, the you, one, I tell every man that I can to strike the word performance from your vocabulary. Yeah, it's that. simply not helpful. Performance is the opposite of connection. It's the opposite of intimacy. When you are in performance mode, it, it, there's a certain wall that you're putting between you and the other person is you are putting on some idea of what you think you're supposed to be and supposed to be doing. What sex is really about in it as best really takes, well, first of all, it takes place in this moment. It has a vulnerability to it and performance is not vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And there's a real connection that's occurring between two people, which again, performance gets in the way of. But not only do many men get locked up in this, but women are having their own version of it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm hmm. Yeah, no doubt about that. I like that you said, I think when you said that, it was like performance is for like athletes, you know, it's it's for, or like- Or, or stage, performers. stage performers. If you're on Broadway, perform. For actors, actresses, all those things. Right. And sex is, it's- Now they're it's, all called oh, actors. No more actors. Oh, sorry, actors. Okay, sorry. I didn't, thank you for the correction. Um, <laughs> acting humans. Um, <laughs> and also, um, you know, that we're, we're, hopefully when we come together and we're having sex with one or multiple people, we're not acting. It's not. A sh- it's not a show. And and then yet that still happens a lot for a lot of people. And the what the sounds we make and the actions that that we do. So yeah, I I love that. I, I that's going to stick with me. The part of it taking the performance out of the category and actresses. I'm going to stop saying that too. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a difficult <laughs> time for a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors who just so happens to be our absolute favorite lube, UberLube. UberLube is a luxurious silicone lubricant and it enhances intimacy. It's there when you want it and it blends in when you're done with it. So you have control over that lube. It's long lasting and leaves the skin extra velvety. And honestly, y'all, I want it all over my body. Thousands of doctors in the U.S. are recommending UberLube to their patients. It's body-friendly, less likely to change the pH, and it has vitamin E, so it feels extra moisturizing. There's a reason why we've been a fan of UberLube for years. There's no flavor or scent. It's even great for oral sex, everyone. But it's not just great for sex. You can use it for massage, your hair. You can prevent chafing. It even brings out the colors of your beautiful tattoos. And the bottle is absolutely gorgeous. It looks more like a cosmetic, so you can leave it anywhere shamelessly for easy access. Just go to uberlube.com and use the discount code SHAMELESS10 to get 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E.com right now with code SHAMELESS10 for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast is also brought to you by OMGS.com. Join over 1 million people who are experiencing more pleasure with OMGS. They take scientific research of thousands of vulva owners showing techniques to pleasure that pussy. 
They turn this research into tasteful educational short videos, animated modules, and infographics. OMGS is for anyone who wants to learn about vulva pleasure or take it to the next level. Want to take your orgasms from good to out of this world? Then check out OMGS. Or if you're a vulva lover and want to up your pussy pleasuring skills, then you need to check out OMGS. I've personally been recommending OMGS to my clients for years, and it's completely changed their lives. They have three seasons, external pleasure, internal pleasure, and sex toys. It's not a subscription service, and you don't need to download a thing. OMGS also makes a fabulous gift, and your purchase supports more pleasure research. So just go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off right now. Again, that's omgs.com shameless to receive 10% off unlimited access towards enhancing your pleasure power. The link is in the episode's description. So if someone starts to practice, and again, we can't share all the techniques on here because we don't have 20,000 hours. Uh, I know I embellish that. But um, uh, and they start to practice at having old, multiple orgasms, but they're not seeing shifts or they're not seeing a lot of shifts. What is your advice for them? Slow down. The answer to most of these things is slow down. Uh, part of the path to becoming multi-orgasmic is learning to tune into subtleties that are happening in your body that you're probably unaware of. You know, this, the way I teach about male multiple orgasms is intimately tied up with the way I teach about ejaculatory control and choice that the, the message to men, if you're coming sooner than you want is dude, you're just too sensitive. That's a problem. You're too sensitive, man. When no, 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 the opposite is true. You're not sensitive enough. Mm. there are things that are happening in the body you're unaware of. And so by becoming aware of them, by noticing things that you weren't noticing before, you can start to make these micro adjustments that change your experience. So that instead of cascading towards ejaculation, you can shift to either allow yourself to keep going, or you can shift so that way you're moving this energy in a different way up through your body instead of just build up, build up, build up, pop out, out the tip. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nice. I like to pump out the tip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, wait, that, that was probably the thing I wanted to add. Yeah. So, so one of the things that I've uh, I've found again, both personally with clients, that that could come up is when a man starts to experience either non-ejaculatory orgasms or just exploring semen of retention or not needing to come all the time, is the response of his female feminine partner it is like if her quite frankly, ego is tied up in him coming, this can bring all such stuff up in, in her. Like, well, how do I know that I did a good job if your cum didn't land all over my tits? Uh, <laughs> it's special just for your show. Yeah, I think it um, really yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, there, well, I love that because it ties into the question that I had next. So that's a perfect like, starting point. I used to say segue and then I learned that segue isn't actually a fucking gateway to the next conversation. That was like the scooters that they drove, the stand-up scooters. I was like, that's a segue. No, it's a transition. So FYI, now I'm I'm I stand corrected, but um I corrected myself. So that being said, this is a transition to the perfect the perfect landing point. So if my on the flip side though, so what if my partner and I of a Volvo owning human, the dude that I'm with, he's multi-orgasmic. And can I learn, yeah. can I learn to have multiple orgasms in the same way that he can? 
I think that there's a connection between the way in which she's experiencing multiple orgasms and the way that women typically experience multiple orgasms. I don't know if it's exactly the same. I have a, I was on a, a podcast a year or so ago with this uh, neurology and sexuality professor and researcher out of Columbia. And it was great because we were starting to like pull out like what's happening on a physiological level. But we also both really came down to there needs to be so much more like real research as to what is actually going on here. <laughs> so on one level, I have to say, I don't know. On the other hand, I will say that the majority of what I teach around sexual self-mastery, you could do and experience great effects from as well. I would imagine that that there would be some overlap, but not you know perfect overlap because we're talking about like a exactly. pussy and a cock. But when I think of so we're talking about uh, ejaculation, ejaculation control, and then erection erectile control, and then also delayed ejaculation. I think of that. So ejaculation control would be if so. I mean, you could. I do know some women that come super quick, and it's really quite quite challenging for them because they want to like post like postpone like one and done people. Like I come really quickly, but mm. I, I also am like. Yeah, but you're kind of looking to get it over with. But that's okay. That's a different story. Um, but they're like the one and done. I don't want to be touched anymore. That's like, and that's that's a, a different thing. But I also think of erectile control. Like if I can't get a clip boner, I'm not, I'm in my head. I'm not getting blood flow to my pussy. My pussy's not getting engorged. And it's not just because of the technique from my partner. It can be, but also it's my own stuff too. And then the delayed mm. ejaculation. I've been one of those people. I've Not with ejaculation, but delayed orgasm. I want to speak to you real quick though, before the question, because with the coming quickly, a lot of times if you have an external orgasm like a clitoral orgasm as a as a as a vulva owner sometimes it can be hard or harder to have like it's so it can be so sensitive like when i've had penetrative orgasms it's been easier to have more than one but if i have just external stimulation i need like a break like the refractory period that's what i found i don't know if any, any folks are out there like me but that that's when i think it's harder to have multi multi-orgasmic experiences so yeah uh i just want to say say so that I, I agree with everything that you were sharing that there's a, a definite connection between those uh experiences between men and women and the solution so to speak that i would give would be roughly the same which is like the the one and done the, the quick orgasm either way it's you have likely trained your sexual nervous system to work with a very narrow set of neural pathways. It's to learn a very specific way to drive towards orgasm or to experience orgasm that has been repeated again and again across many years. And so the solution is to expand into other ways of experiencing pleasure and finding your way to orgasm, maybe even other ways of orgasming mm -hmm. and a lot of that comes down to taking the time to get to know your body and your sexuality in a new way uh, one of the foundational parts of the sexual self-mastery training is what i call establishing a practice of erotic self-exploration or ESEs, like a practice that's you can think of as separate from your typical masturbation because most people have their masturbation habits what they do because it's what they do and how they get off but it's usually very specific and, you know, they know it gets them there. There's nothing wrong with it. But again, the way our nervous system works, if we're just repeating the same thing again and again and again, it ends up limiting us. 
That's the simplest way. So within these ESAs, when people say, well, what do I do then instead? And the simplest answer is anything but what you always <laughs> do. If you do anything outside of that, then you are exploring then you are in a state of discovery of something new. Now, beyond that, yes, there's like a, I have, as I'm sure you do, a pretty large toolkit of possible things and ways that you can explore. But again, at its foundation, anything that gets you out of your habit patterns is by nature expanding your sexuality. I love that you said that because it, because it makes it so much less daunting as like, you know, and of course everyone wants the easy solution, but you're essentially saying it's just anything other than the thing you're doing all the time. And that's already expansive. Mm -hmm. And then you can, you know, elaborate from there, which brings me to the next piece here. Cause you already talked about this a little bit about um, what you offer in your, um, in your, your extended course that you give to people or training. Um, so you have a lot of incredible offerings, but speci and specifically geared towards men, penis owners. Can you tell us more about them and especially this uh, mastery course uh, or training? I might be using the wrong terminology, but you know what? What? Who is it for? Obviously, penis owners. But what? What can they expect? What does it entail? How long is it? All the things, and then how do they find it? How do they sign up? Sure. Uh, thank you. Always. Uh, so I've been teaching sexual self-mastery since 2009. So 14 years at the time of this recording. Um, clearly, I've figured out a lot of things over that time, refined it. <laughs> um, uh, every round, I'm always, the way my mind works, I'm always like, how do I make it better? How do I make it better? What can I learn from this last time? Da -da -da -da. You do that enough times, you, you figure some things out. So I now run it as a 13-week training that we have uh, 13 weeks of video-based trainings plus a live component that comes in monthly for like a two-hour Q&A slash group coaching element. So you can do the, the practices on your own, work with them. We have an internal private community so that you can be like, hey, I tried this thing. It didn't work. Or it didn't work, quote unquote. Uh, <laughs> and often, often what it is when somebody's like running into something that's not working for them, it just needs a, the slightest little tweak to to go from like frustration to whoa breakthrough. And so, you know, we we've refined our practice to be able to figure out to ask the right questions to what is going on to help you experience that kind of a breakthrough. So each week of the training is a combination of like, here's a transmission, me speaking to you through the camera, this is what you need to know. Second is a demonstration. I filmed beautifully because I'm an artist, a man and a woman working with these practices so that you're not just trying to wrap your head around what I'm saying, but you can see it in action actually like, oh, okay, I get it. Um, and the third is the practice. Now, arguably the practice is what's most important because you don't become multi-orgasmic by reading about some things. You get you become multi-orgasmic by learning new things in your body, by actually doing things. So we release the content to you weekly and rather than all at once, because I you know how you are, same way I tend to be. The likelihood would be, oh, let me just like go through it all and then try to do it. And you it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's too many moving parts. And then you end up being overwhelmed or get in the head of, oh, okay, so I have to breathe like this, I have to do this, da, 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 da. ah, and now you're actually more disconnected. In, instead of its opposite, instead of more present. So instead, you're given a tool, take the time, practice it, integrate it. Okay, now let's layer on the next part. Practice it, integrate it. Okay, now let's layer on the next part. And boom, you're multi-orgasmic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, a little that easy. <laughs> and where and where can everyone find the? Because we've had a lot of folks from our show take courses before that 
loved, loved, loved what you had to offer. And this was years ago. And please tell people how they can find you because I know you have so many more things mm-hmm. since that last last time. Yeah. And likewise, you know, you have a great audience. The, the people, the men who've come through a year or so were fantastic. We're fantastic to work with, uh, added greatly to our community. So of course, you know, I guess something for, for your people. So my name is Destin Garrick. It's, I'm sure it's on here. D-E-S-T-I-N-G-E-R-E-K.com slash shameless. <laughs> and uh, you'll be directed to the, the sexual self-mastery training. You'll find out more about that. I have a, a an hour-long like webinar where you will be kind of walked through a deeper part of this process. Um, if you're more in the struggle or just wanting to last longer or have real choice and control around that, you'll you'll gain some skills that you can start working with that same day during that webinar, whether you end up joining us for the further training or not, uh, as well as be you know given the path to do so. Then it's as you can tell, I'm very passionate about it. I've been doing it for a long, long time, and if this is something that you want, I'd be honored to kind of hold your hand through that process. Is evolvedmasculine.com is that still uh, another one or that people uh, so it's still now you're asking a big question. Okay, okay. <laughs> it will redirect. How's your business model? Yeah, redirect. Okay, it'll redirect. Over the past year I've rebranded. Okay, so Destin I've rebranded around my name okay. versus cool. Evolved Masculine being the primary. It's it's a whole thing, but the biggest answer is I'm very sex focused right now. And I started to feel a little bit disconnected with around the branding. So I just like, you know what? My valid masculine work is a piece of my work. Right now I'm focusing around sex. I love it. It's another pillar of your work. And Ooh, Destin Garrick yes. is the man, the machine, the beautiful artist that really has helped thousands of dudes. Sorry, I call them dudes. Um, I call y'all dudes. Dude. Really reframe the way they can have pleasure, experience pleasure. Give pleasure. And give pleasure. And yes. I think that is really really important. And I think that we're two Volvo owners and we do our best to to speak to all these dudes out there that want to give pleasure and receive pleasure. And I think that having you on the show is imperative to really having another tool for those people that want to experience uh, this vast world that is available to them that is right there. We don't have dicks. We like dicks and we have sex yeah, with the dick. I love but, like, dick. We don't love know dicks. everything about the dicks. Yes. And how, why not go work with someone who's been working on his own cock and, uh, yes. for, for decades, for, uh, for decades, a long time. Since and, 2009? And helping yeah. you know, thousands of people. So, yes. Yeah. Thank really you, valuable. Destin. I really... And it's Destin. And you can find everything about Destin on... Well, not everything. Not his address or social security number. Uh, we say that because I, I think it's hilarious every time we do for some reason but you can find anything in the show notes about what he spoke to today and all of his offerings if um you're driving and you can't write something down so just go to shamelessx.com and find all the things about destin in the show notes and also about his offerings and all of the courses that you can take and uh, i'm sure that more things will be popping up all the time so just being on your radar destin is really is really cool so thank you for again sharing your wisdom and and your expertise so many times before and today. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're a gift. Thank you. It's always a pleasure connecting with the two of you and being on your show. Mm-hmm. Uh, gratitude. <laughs> uh, so speaking of being on our show, whoever's listening right now, rate us on iTunes, rate us on Spotify. If you 
feel like giving us, you know, some emojis or you have the time to write us something amazing, awesome. It just helps more people out there find this free resource. This is free. So thank you though. And and even if you don't ever do that, I still love you. And I know Amy does too. And we we launch a new episode every Tuesday. Remember, we have Shameless Sex the book. Order it. It's on Amazon. It's on Barnes and Noble. It's twenty ninety five. Order the hardcover, and you can get our free workshop only until November fourteenth. And it's free. It's slightly promiscuous, Ooh. but highly valuable. So check it out. It's worth more than the book, and it's yours. Uh, there's details. Go to shamelesssex.com and you'll find that out. All right, y'all. That's enough for today. I'm just kidding. I don't think so. I would love to have hours and hours, but we'll let you all go. So, Amy. Love you. Love you, Chip. Destin, love you long time. Love you, Chip. Heart chip. emojis. <laughs> Check us out on YouTube. Mm. All the channels. We're Shameless Sex Podcast. All right, y'all. We'll see you next Tuesday. Ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.